Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. Friday edition of The Cage is underway. It's Maz and McNally. The Sports Cage is for Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. It's Telemiracle Weekend. Bring those phones. We've got another total. So many memories. We'll get into that uh, in just a bit. There's a bit of a an unfortunate situation, to say the least, happening in the CFL. This could turn into a full-blown scandal. We're going to chat CFL later. We've got Luke Mullinder coming on the show and also Sheldon Napastek. But we start with NHL hockey and the Calgary Flames. He's originally from Regina. But he helmed the radio station that did Flames play-by-play in Calgary for over 20 years. Kelly Kirsch, are the Calgary Flames, now they beat the Boston Bruins last night 3-2 in overtime. Are the Flames doing what they always did when you're on their watch? Middling their way to the middle and mucking up long-term success and plans? Well, exactly, Maz. That's that's how things go here in Calgary. Is nothing like a, you know, sixteenth or seventeenth uh, pick, and not not too good. You're not good enough to get in the playoffs, but not bad enough to get yourself like a top, you know, AAA for, you know prospect. It's just the way the Flames uh, happen to do things. They they want to keep the arena full, and they want to keep the fans happy. So they're kind of in this middle ground. But it might be changing, though. It might be changing. It'll be interesting to see what happens with some of the players that have been rumored. Uh, Noah Hattenfin, probably their best defenseman all year, obviously uh, is rumored to be being traded. Tris Tanev on an expiring deal as well. And maybe Lesser with the goaltender, uh, Jacob Markstrom. So it, it's it's one of those things. It's frustrating because, you know, the team does okay, but we look at some of the some of the things they've done, like 0-4 in shootouts, for instance. Um, well, you know, it's one of those things. Well, just even, just even the other night... Uh, like I said, this is typical. And if you're so now, if if you're listening to the sports cage right now, and you're an Oilers fan, you're like, yeah, I love this. And if you're a Flames fan, you're gripping the steering wheel because you beat the Boston Bruins, one of the better teams in the NHL, a team that you shouldn't beat. Yet a few days earlier, you lose to the San Jose Sharks, and you looked awful doing it. Hey, Ryan Huska, welcome to your tenure, and I don't know how long it'll be as head coach of the Calgary Flames because no, it's funny, it doesn't matter who's behind the bench. The Flames are who they are. Let's see, record of 27, 25, and 5, 59 points, three points out of a wild card spot, fighting with Seattle, Nashville, St. Louis, and Minnesota. And I said, I, we've said this for a long time, dynamite. Blow this thing up. It's not going anywhere. And yeah, when you're picking 16th in the first round, can you, well, you know, you'd know better than me, Kirsch. Who at 16 or 17 has come through for them ever 
and become a star it, in the NHL. Yeah, it, it's tough when you when you go back and, and you go back in time and, and, and being a revisionist is always kind of fun. But it's it's one of those things you get a middle pick and it's and it's sometimes they're great, sometimes not so good. And you can scout all you want, and you know the Flames and other teams have gotten really good players in second and third rounds. But you're right, you always want to if you're going to not be great, you know why don't you just sort of uh, understand that and and regut the team a little bit and retweak it. But there's always there's always this uh, pressure from from ownership. They don't want to do that because that means you know smaller buildings. That means uh, you know gates are lower. That means sponsorships are lower. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody. It doesn't matter what what league you're in, you don't want to see that. We saw the stuff from Mark Chipman and, and the Winnipeg Jets. They they have real concerns. They have a great team and they're not getting people to go to the game. So in Calgary, the uh, you know the fans have been loyal. I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, maybe not sellouts anymore, but they are still really strong, always in that 16, 17, 18,000 range for crowds and big sponsorships and that sort of thing. But yeah, it is frustrating for fans because you see what's happening in Vancouver. You see what's happening in Edmonton and and, and Toronto and Winnipeg, and you see these Canadian teams that look like they're going to do something this year. And then you see Calgary, who have some good young pieces, and maybe some some guys that are that are showing a little bit better than maybe you expected. There's been some great stories with Connor Zary and you know Martin Pospisil, and and even you know Yegor Shavengoz, you know from they came over from New Jersey and really played well. But then you kind of have that the other side of it, where you see you know what happened with Dylan with Dylan Dupe and and, and uh, you know obviously that's beyond the team's control. But and then Jonathan Huberto, the same sort of thing where it's like you know big long Lost. contract trying to Lost. come in and he's just been he's been okay he's been better you know lately. But when you go a twelve game you know, stretch where you don't you get zero points and you're supposed to be a scorer, that's no good. So this is going to be interesting to see what happens between, I guess, now and, and the 8th of March. they got a few more games to go, as you mentioned, uh, up in Edmonton tomorrow, which is a huge game to see where you're at with them. You know, do they? Jacob Markstrom has had real tough luck against the Oilers. Then they play L.A., in Calgary next week, and then Pittsburgh and Seattle, and then uh, on the road in Tampa Bay for the, 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 the day before the trade deadline. So will Noah Hannaf and Chris Tanev um, and others still be part of that uh, mix? We'll have to see. And what they get back, Maz, will be very, very important. That'll be interesting to see what happens if they get picks and prospects. And picks are one thing, but if you get a guy that's just about ready to, to break on into the NHL maybe next year, that is uh, that is something the fans here in Calgary really want to see. The familiar voice on the radio here on the sports cage, that's Kelly Kirsch. He was the 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 boss at the Fan 960 in Calgary, the Calgary Flames uh, broadcaster. He joins us on the Western Pizza guest hotline. I've said all year that Jacob Markstrom, although they have all the other trade pieces, that to me Jacob Markstrom is your most valuable piece because so many teams need a goalie. Like the Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah, Austin Matthews has already scored 50 goals, but it's video game hockey for them in the regular season. When it matters most, they don't have a goalie. Um, You look at Carolina, they could use a goalie. To me... And what is he? He only has like a year left at six mil, and the Flames would eat some salary. I still think he's their most valuable trade asset. Am I crazy or, or no? Are I, I you think you're right, Maz. No, I think I, I think you're right. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be traded at the trade deadline. He might be more valuable for the Flames in terms of what you can get back for him in the off season. Let some teams go through 
um, a, a, a bad playoff. Let them have some bad goaltending, and the pressure really mounts. You talked about Carolina, but you know, can Anderson come back after the blood clot issue? Um, I don't think any of the goalies in Los Angeles are any good. Colorado maybe needs a goaltender. Toronto, I, I just don't think they can can make the money work for him. But is there a way you can take somebody back and, and do that? But I, I think. You know, uh, but Markstrom's also probably one of the reasons where you are where you are. I mean, he has pulled games basically out of the fire for them game after game. Uh, he's had a couple of tough games. He's had a couple of bad goals like most goalies do. But uh, compared to what they have, you know, uh, with Wolf and Vladar, I think he has been probably their best player bar none this year. Kelly, you mentioned uh, you know the loss to San Jose, then a win against Boston. Is that kind of almost a statement on the parity in the NHL, where it, it's any given night you got you got to show up? Well, you do, and and you know teams like San Jose, they they are professionals through and through, and Detroit is as well. But it it also is a little frustrating where the the home record has just been okay, and normally you want you know be well over five hundred. They're just over five hundred, but. You talk about the inconsistency of 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 the schedule, and you, you see it every night, right? You see it every night, and and it's interesting to see that that last wild card spot where St. Louis is in there right now, and they've got a three point lead over the Flames, plus a game in hand, so maybe it's five. But nobody's really running away with that eighth spot, and Los Angeles has been after a huge lights out start. They just can't. They can't get out of their way right now. So this is going to be interesting to see. To answer your question, at the NHL, there's it's it's professional, and you never know when you get teams on back to back nights, that kind of stuff. But for the Flames, all those excuses are over. They've got to put some. They got to steal some wins that maybe they didn't deserve. And it uh, it's going to be tough tomorrow night in Edmonton, and then L.A. here, and then Pittsburgh and Seattle. There are a lot of teams you're chasing in there, Minnesota in there as well. They're not out of it yet. So it's going to be fun for the fans. And unfortunately, there's only going to be one team gets in, and about four are going to be just just outside. And you know what that gets you? A middle-round, first-round pick, which is a crapshoot. See, the the beautiful thing about the Colorado Avalanche, they were kind of good, and then they tanked that one year, and that's where they got McCarr, but then they were right back up. That's where, like, I guess, like, if you're a frustrated Flames fan, doesn't matter. Go all in, especially with these unrestricted guys. Noah Hannafin is not coming back. So what's the big rumor? That they want to do eight at Tampa? They, they, like, that they, I, I read... Yesterday, I don't know if it was Frank Saravelli that if the Flames can get Hannafin signed to an eight times eight, that his trade value will be go higher because he's locked down and teams may be getting to will up more. But does Tampa, who where he's rumored to be going, does Tampa even have the room to put another eight million bucks a year into their salary? Because that's I'm like they're they're full. Last time I checked. Yeah, they'd have to they'd have to flip some other stuff back, and they have to get creative. The team that might be um, willing to, to not even on the Hannafin front, but you know, I think Boston's got some some really nice uh, picks, and they've got some nice uh, uh, prospects that are coming along, and you might see them do it. But I mean, and he's from Boston, so. But if I if I'm the Flames GM, Greg Connery, like I don't care where you want to play, you're an asset. We'll, we'll don't worry about it. We'll we'll figure it out. Try and sign. And trade and that you're right, Matt. That is the way to go because 
your value is just that much more. But you've got to get something back. You can't you can't have a Johnny Gaudreau situation where you get nothing back, or you trade Jerome Ginla too late and you get two horrible, you know, players and a and a, and a first round pick that didn't work out. You, you can't have that. You just not not in a market like Calgary where it's it's tough to attract free agents and that sort of thing. You've got to have this nailed. And if you don't. You'll be sorry. And and teams in Canada, you know, they do play at a disadvantage because, hey, you want to play in Vegas? Do you want to play in Florida? Do you want to play in, in the cool Yes, place? I want to play Absolutely in Vegas. Do. Yes, I want to. Of course you do. Do you see the, do you remember this, remember the smile on Sam Bennett's face, like his first game on in Florida they showed yeah. on TV? It's like the weight yeah. of the world was off his shoulders. Like this is, and does Matthew Kachuk not look like he's having the best time of his life yeah, right now? You should Scoring, see when he gets his paycheck and, he, and he's got less, he's got oh. less, uh, you know, taxes taken off. Then he really smiled. No state tax. Uh, speaking of again, because uh, I can't remember this, when they finally did trade Jerome, who yes. did they end up getting in return? Like, I, I don't remember the players, and I, uh, well, I, I, I well, know got, the Flames got, have had uh, draft picks, but. Yeah, there was, uh, it was a couple of guys, um, and I don't know, the name's going to escape me, but they, they, uh, they were traded for, for, uh, well, they got a first round pick, which, uh, didn't turn out to be much. That was the Sean Monahan trade, but, uh, okay. yeah, they just got a couple of guys that were just, Ben Hanowski was one of the guys, uh, and I can't refer, life remember the other guy, but he was, uh, you know, he was here and gone kind of thing. Kenny Augustino, sorry, that was the other guy's name. Kenny, Kenny Augustino. It's so Thank funny. you for putting so me on the a... spot on a Friday, Mass. That's awesome. <laughs> well, listen, I, I have a terrible... So it's funny. There's a uh, Sometimes you know when you... Uh, there's a car dealership in Calgary, and they have a uh, uh, like just a row of like Flames jerseys on the wall with the last names out. Like they're all... They look beautiful, all done up, and you look at some of those names, and you're like, oh. It's not exactly a who's who of Stanley Cup champions as far as names go on the back no. of the jersey. Like when you walk into the you know like uh, when you walk into the rink in Notre Dame and you look at all the graduates and you're like wow this is a who's who in the NHL that wall not exactly the who the Kenny Augustino I still love well, I, the uh and that was yeah. the the, the Daryl Sutter era was Chris Chucko right was that another that was one of the best yeah. bomb first round yeah. draft picks ever yeah that was a, that was a, that was a bad one for sure there was a bunch of those like I always put the you know I ran that station in in, in Calgary for a long time and I think we had one playoff run in 2004 and then maybe one series victory after that usually it was missed the playoffs or out in the first round in all kinds of different ways sometimes in double overtime and sometimes in four straight sometimes in seven games it was uh it was interesting and this is where you kind of get to the you know you can have the best regular season in the world you can talk about you know oh, we're going to get to the playoffs it's what you do when you're in there and vancouver did it los angeles did it you just get in sometimes you can make a little bit of a run and that's all you got to be is in that in that top eight you win the first one of the first two on the road you take home ice advantage away and then it doesn't really matter after that so everybody wants to get into that dance and will the flames have enough in the tank will they trade it do they have a you know sort of a realistic view of where they're at that remains to be seen i think there's a bunch of people down the south who think the flames can still make it the playoffs and somehow you know make some noise um i'm not one of those people uh, i think most people want to see the team kind of go in the right direction have maybe a a, a down year and, and by the time you get into the new arena in three or four years You'll be ready, and you'll be, you know, like the Edmonton. Oh no, 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 no! I, I heard your mayor there. There is, there's still a chance she could screw that up again, right? Is there a chance that she oh. could screw that up? No, no, they're starting uh, to work yeah. on it now. They're, they're building stuff, Maz. You have little faith. 
There's always construction going on. It seems it never gets finished. All right, it's Telemiracle Weekend. As we ring those phones and we knock them down, as McNally brought up, and I forgot to mention that, if if we're going to go back in time, and you can't use Bob McGrath as your example, who do you remember? As, what, what, what's, what street did you grow up on in Regina? I, I grew up on Jubilee Avenue in Hillsdale. Okay. And okay, I remember so, uh, uh, as John far as, Allen uh, like Cameron. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> And his patch jersey, John Allen Cameron from the Maritimes, John, always, and he was always there. Fantastic. John Allen Cameron. So if you yeah. want to donate early to Tell a Miracle, you can go to the Tell a Miracle website. Uh, it's going to be on TV, as always, this weekend, or you can watch their YouTube live stream. Um, he is Kelly Kirsch on the Western pizza guest hotline perfect pizza with a generous amount of toppings plus greek food like souvlaki ribs and salads the goodness you can't make at home call western pizza today we're going to take a break and come back and they're keeping it in the family when it comes to the dickinsons and the stampeders more on that next it's the sports cage on 620 ckrm